Excuse me, Veronica. <clears throat> yes, what is it, Brick? I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Excuse me? The party, the pants with the pants. Party with pants. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Pants Party Podcast. Tonight, I am your loyal host, Ben. Joining me on my left, you can hear him from a mile away cracking that beer. We have the latest believer of the Minneapolis Miracle, Max Brecky. How you doing tonight, Max? Um, I'm still a Bears fan, so no, but also (laughs) Minneapolis is alright, so I'm doing okay. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Max just recently moved to my hometown, Minneapolis, where, and meanwhile, I'm still in Max's hometown in Chicago. Um, trading Places is working out so far so well, good for us. Also with us tonight, we have Harrison Starr, the Ken Palm King, if you will. Harrison, how we doing? I'm doing great. I got a sty in my eye, though. Uh, it's like Oof. a black eye without the fun oh. story. My God, I've got a st- I had a sty eye. Like three people in my office had one in uh, like February. Those things are the worst, it's no- man. It's horrible. I it's didn't- my second one in a year. Uh- <laughs> Do you? I didn't even use the medication they gave me. I just did a hot compress. What are you doing to alleviate the symptoms? So it, it it got bad like on Sunday. So I just started doing the hot compress, and I incidentally have an eye appointment on Thursday. So I'm like, I'll just ride it out and. If it's bad, it's bad, but uh, that that's my plan. Is it, is it, how, how bad is it? Because, like, mine, mine got to be pretty bad. Uh, I kind of thought it would just go away. It was, and it, it, it didn't. It got pretty swollen earlier today, <laughs> just earlier today, <laughs> right before we got on, during the hot compress, it actually kind of burst. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, so. You didn't need that before. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was weird. It was weird, and like the the pus stuck to my eye, so it was uh, not the best. I mean, one what a way to open. We can talk about beers now. Oh, we can. Going good optometrist in Fayetteville uh, at <laughs> at HDR underscore star. There we go. Um, beers had over the weekend. Uh, Max, what are you drinking now? Um, I'm currently drinking a Pyrus Miraculum. It's not very good. I just had my first it, one. Uh, uh, yeah, pa- oh, pa- yeah, pa- that's, uh, have you been, that's a brewery mini. Prize? Is it, ha- is it prize? It's prize. prize, it's prize yeah. brewing, and they have, um, something called candlestick bowling, which I believe is famous on the East Coast. I don't know. Ah. I've been drinking a lot of beers, though, They're, as a new Minneapolis resident. It's one of, like, three places in the entire country not on the East Coast to have candlestick bowling. Uh, oh, very strange. Uh, I'll have to actually go and check it out. I just, uh, there's, have you ever heard of Ambibulous? No, it sounds so fake. It's um, it's a right down my right down the street from my house over in uh, Northeast. It's a little craft beer, and you know, it's like Minnesota-made stuff. They do some distillery stuff. That, they sell some distilled uh, beverages, but it's all Minnesota craft beer and wine and spirits, and it's actually pretty interesting. You can pick a can off of the six-pack and then just make your own six-pack, and it's nice. You'll learn soon, Max, if you haven't already, that. Nobody loves Minnesota more than Minnesotans. Oh yeah, and um, kind of cultish in a way. Like, yeah, uh, I've been um, well informed of all of the intricacies of your culture, mm-hmm, including mm-hmm. Uh, 
cabin traffic, which I was already aware of. Um, but I got versed in that today I, like by like 15 different people who were just screaming at me about how it's a thing. And I was like, yeah, I know. I, I'm not Yeah, like, they have that. They, uh, it's the biggest thing for cabin traffic to me in Illinois, the, the FIBs call cabins cottages. Yes, they do. Yeah. Don't, I don't get it. Um, just lost in translation. Just totally different language. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what cabin traffic is, it's basically just uh, traffic <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's, it's like bumper it's to bumper, like in the middle of nowhere, and it's it's and, rush hour on two lane highways in <laughs> in uh, Brainerd, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah I drove up to Duluth once, and it was weird how bad it was. Yeah, probably and a like Friday April. in the middle of the summer. Yep. Well, yeah, April, but still. It yeah, was, same thing. It was yeah. I was laughing at Fibs. That's yeah. Oh, I love Fibs is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been called that a couple times since I got here I too. Went I went to the Minnesota. I went to the Vikings Bears game at U.S. Bank Stadium last year. Don't ask me the result, but uh, my favorite quip to the Sterling Bears fans was telling them to go back to Naperville, and uh, they they received it well. It's a good it burn. A good it's true. It's though. a really good I mean, burn. You have to accept as, it. Yeah, as Iowa graduates, I think. Well, two of us are Iowa graduates, rather. Uh, you, I, I always loved calling Iowa City Naperville West. Oh, that's a good one. I, I, my junior and senior year, my junior year of college, I lived in a house with seven guys. Five of them were from Naperville, and they all went to different high school. <laughs> like, yeah, sounds sounds accurate. <laughs> what, what other city in America can you find that? Probably Chicago. the D.C. area, Fairfax County. Has I guess. A ton. I, 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 I guess any major metropolitan city. Okay, we digress. Those are the nuances of Midwestern towns. Um, it feels like a sore news cycle for the Iowa Hawkeyes, but in reality, we were t- the three of us were talking before we went on to the maybe get a scramble plan together, and uh, we sort of did. And the biggest news, obviously, is uh, come, came last week when we learned that Isaiah Moss. Uh, starting shooting guard for the Iowa Hawkeyes is uh, choosing uh, to finish out his basketball career outside of Iowa City. Uh, we learned yesterday, I saw in a tweet, that his final four are down to Kansas, Arizona State, and what were the other two, Harrison? Oregon was one. Oregon, Oregon was and, one. And Fayetteville's Arkansas. University Arkansas. of Arkansas, baby. <laughs> now, what I a think- weird list. Like... <laughs> Strange list, but it all makes sense. He uh-huh. could be it's, outside of Kansas. He could easily you could see him being a contributing player. I mean, Kansas still, but maybe not to the extent just yeah. it's Kansas. Um, for me personally, I'll just start off by how I'm really glad he's not going to Big Ten team. Yeah, that yeah. seemed that seemed all but certain uh, just this time. Um, a week ago, because I think it sounded like he only had 14 teams and 10 of them were Big Ten teams. He's targeting <laughs> 10 of them were Big Ten teams and one was Iowa State. Seriously. Yep. Um, yeah. So it seemed like he, it was really a, a maybe black mark is too strong, uh, an indictment uh, on the program, the coaching staff, um, maybe, you know, back coupled with the fact Andrew Francis left a week before. Uh, also a couple of the fact that Tyler Cook maybe prematurely in some people's eyes declared for the draft um, pointed to maybe a, a schism within the Iowa basketball program. I don't necessarily believe that. I think 
Isaiah Moss, if he goes on to any of those four schools, probably was the best decision for him, um, just for a lot of different reasons, more maybe play a larger role, not have to deal with uh, some of the politics he's dealt with the past couple years in Iowa City, mm-hmm. um, maybe just make some new friends and get, get a different college experience. I'm not going to deny uh, a 21-year-old from trying to gain that. Um and really, it, it, it's helped open up. It's giving me optimism. Maybe C.J. Frederick uh, is a, uh, turns out to be a bit more formidable um, than we, we've been led to believe. Opens up Iowa's scholarship situation. Turns out we're not. Doesn't look like we're getting a grad transfer or uh, a one-and-done, but whatever. Um, there's still some wiggle room there. Um, Max and Harrison, how do you guys sort of feel about this? I think Isaiah Moss is going to be a really good Pac-12 player at Oregon. I buy it. I'll buy it all day. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I I don't know about Kansas just because, as as you just said, you know, Kansas is, it's Kansas. You know, he'll probably be, you know, coming off the bench there. Probably playing significant minutes off the bench, but I think he'd probably be more of a bench player at Kansas. I don't know who they're bringing in, but it is Kansas. But um, I could see him being a formidable Pac-12 player just because it's a different style of basketball. It's a lot more open than, you know, your traditional Big Ten basketball is, and, you know, he'll have more room to shoot. And he already shot, what, this year, 45% from three? Yeah, Max, uh, that, that's a huge loss for Iowa, but oh, yeah. I, I do think <clears throat> that there's some revisionist history going on about kind of what everyone thought Isaiah Motts was. You see, I, he wasn't good. That's why teams like Kansas want him. They just want to, you know, throw him <laughs> as a 13th man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, I, I mean, the, the revisionist history being that, oh, he was this stellar player, and then all of a sudden he's going here. I think what we're seeing is a very good shooter who was sometimes doing maybe too much at Iowa. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I see him in Kansas. If he's, like, their sixth man and he comes in, shoots it from deep, and that's it, plays really good defense for 20, 25 minutes, Heck, you know, that's something that can really springboard him. Um, As far as Oregon, I think Oregon and Arizona State are, um, those are always the types of schools that kind of raise my hackles in terms, excuse me, raise my hackles in terms of just like the gear type thing. I mean, I I think back to Eno Benjamin, Three Stripe Life, um, you know, Oregon, just all the football jerseys, you know, it translates to basketball too. I think that that type of thing is really uh, appealing to someone like a college kid. I mean, yeah. go somewhere new. He's from Chicago. He played college basketball three, four hours away. You know, why not have a new experience? And then I think a place like Arkansas is, with Eric Musselman, he's kind of proven that he can be a transfer kingpin of sorts um, in the mold of Hoiberg. And I think the the style of play might benefit him a little bit more. Um, and, you know, it, it, it makes sense. I, I don't necessarily envision him having a bigger role than he had at Iowa. I think um, as it pertains to last year's chemistry, I, I think that I can understand his point of view that maybe he felt like he should have been playing more than he did. And if he's going to play as much as he did in consistent minutes, then, you know, might as well do it at 
one of these other schools um, because the transfer market is just so much different too than it used to be, right? Like, you know, you have all the one and done aspects. So these bigger programs are getting into the grad transfer game so they can immediately fulfill the needs that were left by one and dones. Granted, Kansas didn't necessarily have one and dones, but um, uh, they did have that Lawson kid. Uh, so they'll need scoring next year. Um, and, and ultimately, I think he probably did the most that he could have for Iowa, uh, and I think you know it's just the next step in his journey. And I think we should commend him for you know getting his degree. He uh, it sounds like he probably still has a little work to do, but you know if he can get his degree and um, go to one of these four schools, you know, wish him the best. Like, I mean, we it's not like any of them are on the schedule or things like we initially thought right uh, last week that he might go in-house to another Big Ten school or Iowa State or even Cincinnati. Um, but he's a good player. Uh, he just, if someone can kind of tap into uh, his consistency, it, yeah. credit to him <clears throat> and, and uh, who he'll play for. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, I I have no ill will towards him, you know. I know some people were pretty upset that he decided to transfer, but you know, whatever the you know landscape for Iowa was, whether he just wanted a new change or a change of scenery, or you know he heard from coach or whoever that his playing time was going to be cut with the new additions. You know, good for him for deciding to go take his talent somewhere. Uh, you know, where he might get to see the quarter a little bit more. And it sounds like he has some pretty good options, and he's you know been fairly coveted on that you know transfer market. So, hey, he was good, inconsistent, but. Iowa, I think, will be worse without him just because they don't... I don't know who's going to take over that, you know, his job next year of being just that kind of guy you could pull up and shoot. They have guys who can shoot. You know, J-Bo can shoot. Um, Weiss Camp can shoot. But I feel like Moss is the kind of the one guy on the team where he can make his own shot, um, you know, off the dribble. Maybe... Well, Bohannon too, but I think you guys kind of understand what I'm saying there. <clears throat> I uh, Harrison, you brought up a really good point with uh, just outside of Kansas, um, Arizona, Arizona State, Arkansas, and Oregon are three completely different locales, um, and so no, I mean you know, no, yeah, yeah, geography, yeah. demographics, yeah. and everything. Uh, I, I, that could be appealing uh, for someone like you said who grew up three hours away from Iowa City. I mean, it's appealing to me for someone who's lived in the same place for the past four years. Um, so that's really interesting. I'm curious, do you think, is there any truth, do you think, to maybe the rumors that, one, maybe C.J. Frederick can be a really good player, two, Isaiah Moss maybe felt suffocated by uh, there being a McCaffrey on the roster, there being one McCaffrey on the roster right now, and there's going to be two on the roster next year, and third, by maybe, you know, Francis leaving and the culmination and Cook leaving as well. He might maybe felt uh, just a lot of uh, existential pressure, and this just seemed like a natural choice for him to go in and just focus only on basketball and not the outside noise that he's been dealing with for the past three or four years. You you kind of cut out there, Ben. But uh, to oh sorry. To- no, to answer the first question, you, I, I didn't really hear the second one, but the first one I think, you know, you, you got to think that there was some aspect of C.J. Frederick being a good ball player in this. You just have to think it. Um, I, I, I mean, 
maybe that's me being a little optimistic, but also like you, you think about it and I, I think the team is going to be really kind of a, it's going to be Joe Wieskamp at the top. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is his year to shine. And then it will be Bohannon and Garza as kind of the, the, the other two really big offensive forces. Um, that that Iowa needs night in night out, and then you just kind of think, hey, if Frederick can be someone who just plays twenty minutes, he makes it, even if he makes the same amount of threes as Isaiah Moss does at the same clip, I think that's a win. Uh, and if Fre- Frederick is the type of guy who doesn't necessarily ISO, um, doesn't uh, maybe pump fake and then take a shot from mid-range when he kind of had the three to start like I, I think there are there are benefits that we might see um just by flipping it now what doesn't exist on this roster anymore is just that there just isn't any athleticism really like, I mean there's there's yeah, a lot of yeah. skill um mm-hmm. but you know I, I like Joey's camp and Luca Garza can dunk it, and, and is that it? Like, I mean, to, to to put a fine point on it, I mean, it's it's uh, gonna look like a a, a very different team because I think it it might be as motiony a team as Fran has ever had, um, which has some benefits to it, right? Like you play for the most open shot in that type of situation, but you don't necessarily have someone who can go get his own. Dex factor, of course, is um, Toussaint. Uh, yeah, forgot about him for a second. I was like, wait, we got somebody coming in. But but I, I I don't know if there's anything that you can really expect from him to immediately be, um, especially before we even you know he even sets foot in Iowa. You know, I mean, Iowa is a lot different than than New York City. So like I I think it's gonna be maybe a little bit of a shock for him. Uh, plus Pat McCaffrey, he's someone that. We just don't know what they're going to be like. Um, so I, I think that's what has people in a bunch as much as anything is just there's a lot more uncertainty than there was. Uh, and I think it can go both ways. And I think it's a really big season for Fran McCaffrey ultimately. Yeah, there are a lot of questions going into next year especially. I mean, yeah, I hadn't really thought of it in that way that like your athletic players from the season, mostly just Cook and Moss, are gone. You know, that's kind of a weird proposition to think of because there's not a whole ton of guys on this team that, you know, I'd be super comfortable with, you know, like calling like super athletic like those two. You know, probably not Pemsel because Pemsel's got that knee thing. Um, and that's like, you know, it's Pemsel. Oh, uh, Nunji, who's kind of a slower plotting dude. And, you know, which is fine for his position and his size, but then, yeah, Toussaint and Toussaint, we just don't, it's the big time, you know, it's, as you said, it's a lot different than high school basketball in New York. Uh, It'll be interesting to see kind of how he adjusts to the new level of play and if he can get up to speed by the time that big time conference season comes around. I'm optimistic on Nunji. I hope he comes back. I hope he's been spending the whole off days in the weight room. I really, I have no idea what to expect from him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't either. It's just, he's yeah. just a sl- big, slow dude. Like, when I watched him on the court as a freshman, yeah. you know, maybe he'll be faster with more strength, but he wasn't, like, a quick guy. But he's oh. also, what, 6'11"? Well, how much can you expect from a 6'11 yeah. dude yeah. from Indiana? 
playing small forward. <laughs> playing small forward. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> Kevin Durant. So, so I mean, the good thing in all this, right, is that there are more. Like, it's just a refined rotation. The downside, of course, is you know one of these guys gets injured and you could be up a creek without a paddle real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so something to watch. Uh, it, there, there's only really so much postulation we can we can do right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, um, with that, um, you want to take a quick break? Ah, uh, sure. Why not? All right, cool. And we're back. Are you constipated? Have you been to Ponchero's lately, buddy? Do you want me to talk about it? Because <laughs> oh, um, okay. So I think that's all we had to say on Isaiah Moss. Uh, sticking with the theme, um, I, I mentioned it earlier, and I don't remember if either of you two did, but uh, there's some also speculation that, I mean, uh, Andrew Francis left the program a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was it's not speculation. I know he did. Right. No, uh, I mean, just whatever, <laughs> to connect the two events. And uh, so it's been three weeks. Uh, publicly, it's been three weeks. Andrew Francis has been off the team. Uh, Fran may have known longer, and we was he confirmed to Kel? Yes, he was. I have some. Oh, uh, let me pull something up. Go on, Ben. Anyway, uh, we have pretty. Last I checked, it's pretty strong indication that uh, France is going to be replaced in house um, with uh, Courtney Eldridge. He's been the video coordinator for the Iowa basketball team for the past four years, and honestly, I I don't know anything about him. No. he wasn't on the. He wasn't with the program when I covered the team as a reporter. Uh, I honestly thought somebody else on staff was a video coordinator. Um, that, that's all I have, really. Um, played for yeah. UGC Greensboro, but I don't think Fran was a coach while he was there. No, he was. No. So oh, he, he was, was yeah. a pretty okay. good ball player for <laughs> Fran. Uh, I did look it up. I think he was first team All Conference one year. May may have been close to most outstanding player. He was oh, yeah. a pretty good player under Fran, so... Does he have any eligibility left? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think so, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I, it, it doesn't seem like a very inspired move. Um, it, it seems like the classic Iowa move almost, you know, going yeah. super in-house, which I, I don't think we there's any reason to believe it's a bad hire, but I no, don't yeah. think it's the type of hire that, you know, people wanted to see. It's not someone out of Fran's comfort zone, throwing out a new defensive game plan or things like that. But I, I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bring a whole lot of, yeah, as you kind of just alluded to, it doesn't really bring change, at least on the surface. Maybe he's got this huge different philosophy that Francis didn't have. But, you know, some, as somebody with the program, and I don't know, how long has he been with the program? Four years. Last year was his fourth year. Okay, so, I mean, as somebody who's been with the program now long-term, you know, as long as most of these players have been around, you know, he probably has a pretty similar mindset to those already on the staff. So, yeah, it's not. I don't feel like it's going to bring a whole ton of change, which I'm sure people won't be thrilled about if that's the case because people are, you know, they're not overreacting. We're not overreacting, <laughs> especially uh, with this voice. They're, it, the only thing I want to, I mean... <clears throat> The uninspiring thing to me is just like, I, I don't know, I'm so obsessed, and this is our next topic anyway, I'm so obsessed with Michigan basketball and what John yep. Beeline has yeah. done and did and the the Luke Yaklich 
a hire that he he pulled out of steaming thin air a few years ago to be his so to quote unquote defensive coordinator for his Michigan team. Um, he was with Beeline I think for three or four years, and now he's a lot of people think he's a front runner to take over for him at Michigan. Um, I don't know how true that is, but I would have loved to see uh, a friend try and get uh, an up-and-comer from not necessarily the high school ranks, but um, just uh, maybe a smaller program or a different school or uh, something like that. Um, but, I mean, I'm still Super Team Fran. Fran Island is not that overpopulated or crowded quite right now, Harrison. Uh, no, I, it's it, it, it feels like it's always just us, Ben. It's cozy. It's cozy. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm super behind this hire uh, until I'm proven wrong. Um, and I guess, okay, my the diatribe is going to go then. Now John Beeline is... Um, no longer in the Big Ten, taking the Cleveland, a different Big Ten team, I guess, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, <laughs> Same talent does, level, does, yeah. Doesn't work as well as, like, the Cleveland Browns, that college football joke. Uh, so now John Beeline, I think, argue, you know, top two coach in the Big Ten, um, arguably number one, is no longer in the conference, I guess, kind of what's that mean for the makeup, for the identity of, of the Big Ten, I think it kind Fran's of... Fran's the best coach now. Ah, I mean, oh boy, best offensive uh, coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, I probably wouldn't disagree <laughs> sure. with that one. Him and Turgeon. Um, oh, don't talk that. to Maryland fans about Turgeon's offensive yeah, style. Yeah, oh, I know. I, that's why. I, I mean, I guess no Maryland fans are going to be listening to this, so it's it's safe. <laughs> I guess is Iowa able to uh, exploit? Um, Michigan was never. Beeline was never known for as a really great recruiter. Are they able to? Uh, and Fran has had some success in the state of Michigan before. <clears throat> um, I don't know anything about basketball. Can we Fran name more than count. one Fran Michigan Clemens, player? Marble. Yeah, that was the one it's I had. Marble oh, count. Marble, yeah. Yeah, does he? Um, it's I like mean, yeah. crediting. He played, for, he played for Fran. Yeah, I guess. Uh, sure. Um, okay, I'll, t- I'll, I'll give it to you. I mean, I, yeah, I understand the caveat. Uh, <laughs> for the sake of my argument... So what's this mean for Iowa basketball? Anything? Nothing. No. Is I it mean, a I don't bad th- thing? It's because not a, yeah. Iowa actually kind of has John Beeline's number. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of <laughs> the one team that Iowa could always contend with pretty well. Because Beeline, even though he, he was kind of an offensive-leaning coach, of course, a little finesse. Um, but Fran Just like Iowa. Yeah, but Fran always seemed to have kind of a little more muscle behind the finesse. Uh, so maybe that, that turns into a bad thing. But I, I think ultimately there's maybe only one way that Michigan can, can go, and it I, it might be down. It, 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 they can definitely continue being the same type of program they are, but to be as clean as they were, which they were. Like uh, my brother, he, he went to school there. He's had seen John Beeline at Mass with recruits. Like, I mean, so so he, he he would never recruit someone who couldn't get up at, like, 9 a.m. in the morning and go to Mass with John Beeline that day after. Um, so I, I, it's going to be hard to walk the tightrope that John Beeline did, because he did, and by all accounts, that's part of the reason that, that he left. Uh, he felt like he was 
a clean guy playing a dirty game, which uh, I'm sure Fran feels like sometime. And opportunity knocked. He's 66 years old. Why not try and see if he can coach at the highest level? Do you think that Fran might take over the next uh, Bulls head coach opening? <laughs> I mean, if, if <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> that was I, a stupid question. No, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not, tired. I don't know uh, where Fran goes after yeah, this. Yeah, Fran's not going. Yeah, honestly. Who was uh, that? Fran's next move after Iowa's back home. Oh, I thought I heard somebody yell. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Christina is playing uh, Assassin's Creed in the background. Oh, uh, nice. Yep. Let's put a pin in that. I'd like to let's get her on one day uh, to talk video games. Um, we could. I don't play anymore, but I could. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh. Oh, no, there's I, I, something I, okay. that we totally forgot when we were preparing for this: the sports gambling. Oh yeah, uh, actually, I don't good. gamble. That's exactly what I was going to segue into because I have in front of no, me. No, it wasn't. I, no, yes, I have the betting odds. For the next Michigan head coach up. Oh, oh okay. nice. Yeah. Uh, so, is Nick is Nick Stauskas on the list? <laughs> God, I wish. Yeah. Uh, right now, Juwan Howard has the best odds at three to one. Uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of uninspired. Uh, yeah. Next best is Billy Donovan at seven to two. I personally would think that'd be a great hire. For He's him. uh, is he coaching right now? Yeah, Oklahoma yeah. City. Still. That's what I thought. Yeah. There, aren't there pretty strong rumors that he's going to get fired though? Probably. I don't know. It's Harrison not his knows fault. way better than I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, that that's never stopped anyone from firing an NBA basketball yeah, coach. Right. It's not I your mean, fault. George, I'm, no, I'll never... CC I mean, Fred Hoiberg. The George Carl syndrome or whatever, the predicament is still the funniest thing of all time in sports, I think. Um, what, he got NBA coach of the year and then fired? Oh. That oh, happened no, just Dwayne this Casey year, too. Yeah, that just happened to Dwayne Casey. Oh, really? Yeah, got fired from Toronto because they couldn't get out of the first round, and now he's uh, wheeling and dealing. What are you gonna do, um, Bobby Hurley at five to one? Again, I don't, uh, I don't know about that one either. Mike White, five to one. Um, Who? Yeah, you know the I don't know Jack Black. Um, <laughs> Kevin Keats at seven to one. Shaka Smart at seven to one. Is Shaka still at Texas? Yeah, no, why would they go to? That would be a he? horrible hire. That would be truly a bad hire. I don't. Th- I, I don't think it'd be great either. Laval Jordan at ten to one. I actually wouldn't hate that. Um, Luke Yaklich, who we talked about earlier, he's at ten to one. Sadi Washington, who's another assistant on Michigan, is ten to one. Um, and Brad Stevens is at twelve to one. If Brad Stevens goes to fucking Michigan, I'm gonna be so. What is uh? What is Titus at? <laughs> Mark Titus. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. And do they, do they even allow him back in Columbus if he like makes the joke about him being the Michigan head coach? They've got they've got Chris Beard and Jay Wright. And did Steve you see Wojciech- that uh, and Steve Wojciechowski on here too? Like those guys aren't going to Michigan. Did you see that uh, Maze and Brew uh, wrote a list and they started Dude, getting yelled at by Virginia fans for writing Tony Bennett? That's actually where I got these betting odds because I wanted to bring up that list. Let this one seem more interesting. Because the, the very first, I mean, I love Maze and Brew. I don't want to disparage any blogger. No, yeah. But the the first list they put out was embarrassing. It was like Chris Beard, Jay Wright, and... To, uh, Brad uh, Stevens. Yeah, Brad Stevens. And like, to be fair, go bigger, go home. 
I mean, yeah. now... They're, like, second tier, I'd say. Like it's, like, it's like people get mad at us when we say that we'd like... When we'd like to see Iowa play Notre Dame in football. Like, something that comes up. It's a pipe well, that'll never that. happen. Right. Um, I don't know. I have nothing left to say on college basketball coaching services. I do like... Like, you shoot your shot with Jay Wright, though. Like, yeah, there, yeah. there are three guys you call, you make them say no, and kinda, Jay Wright's one of them. Yeah. I kind of think, think Jay that, Wright likes being a big fish in a small pond. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nah, he would okay. never come, but you got to at least, like, ask. Because he's he's run a program very similar to, to Beeline. Like, I mean, super clean, super is high it? level. I, I they, They've only recently... I think it is. Like, uh, that... Javon Quinterly was like the first, one of the only five stars that he's ever brought in, and the kid rode pine the whole time. So, yeah, like, and, yeah, he he runs a tight ship. I think um, God, I don't know, I can't I can't find my thought. What's but okay? So you were saying, like you were saying other I just thought about what I was going to say. Uh, we, we we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Fred Hoiberg has you think he has a savior syndrome. Um, this was like two months ago savior, at this point. Whatever. I was I was here when that one happened. Um, well, just, Jay Wright has the opposite. What's the opposite of that? Stay at home syndrome. Yeah, Why? Yeah, you're pointing shunning. big fish in a small pond. Like no yeah. one's going to outshine Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. That's part of it, right? Is like you need someone who's willing to operate in the shadows. Which is a hilarious and, sentence to say, because like, <laughs> what has he done? <laughs> I mean, he's he a Michigan been, man. I, I agree with you. Michigan I agree percent. I know what you mean, but it's hilarious. It's he hilarious. hasn't beat Ohio State. That's what he has not done. No, and, and that's your point. But or Iowa. Oh wait, no, he did. <laughs> Never mind. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He beat him forty-five to fourteen. Oh, his very first year. Yeah, I think oh, it was forty-five just, to fourteen. It just wasn't at. It just wasn't at. Uh, it was in Michigan. Uh, it was like two thousand and thirteen. Okay, wasn't a state. Uh, he hasn't won a. He's lost back-to-back bowl games, right? They they lost their bowl game this year, didn't they? Yeah, I don't know. It's too far Whatever. away to think about. It was twenty twelve. Uh, we're not. This isn't why my right at Natty Light. We're not talking about bowl games in May. Um, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, so I know. Dumb. Very dumb. Imagine having a bowl game that more people watched because it was the only bowl game on at the time compared to a bowl game that not as many people watched because it was one of like ten bowl games on at the time. <laughs> they don't understand eyeballs. Um, or brains. So we found out uh, also today that Tyler Cook uh, got an invite to, uh, what, what is it, just the Combine, Harrison? Yeah, yeah. just the Combine. Perform- after his performance... And a couple of G League religious scrimmages, I guess you would call them. Good for him. Yeah, they had, a, they had a stats. Uh, they they had stats for those, right? I didn't actually look at them. Yeah, he scored. I think twenty-one points in the two scrimmages. Total or just combined? Combined. Or, yeah, um, that's, he went that was seven the same thing. for seven earlier today for fourteen points. Now, some him. people didn't like that yeah. he only had two offensive rebounds. Um, but I think, as much as anything, this just justifies his decision to leave. He trusted that he was, you know, one of the 60 best players available. And, you know, this is kind of what that shows, right? Is he went out there, 
you know, is that group below the 60 best players, whereas that 61 to 100, they put on four teams, and he able he plays his way into the combine. So um, I think it validates his decision. Um, I I think people can kind of pounce in if they want to, you know, just get mad at him again. Uh, but like, it's just something people like to do, apparently. It is. It is. They they like to uh, kick people on their way out the door when he did nothing wrong his entire time here. Um, I, I think Iowa will miss him. You see, he was a bad teammate, and he just didn't buy into the system. I know, right? Somebody tweeted that at me once, that it was very obvious watching him that he didn't buy into Fran's system, and that's why Iowa was so bad with him on the court. And it's like... Um, the system that got him invited to the NBA Combine? Okay. He's like he's the only guy, I think, that is... What if he's the only guy that is buying into the system? Oh, <laughs> Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Oh. which isn't. I just, I, I just said that to be a dick. No, that Truthered, was fun though. That's a good ass. way to come back. Uh, I, I wish him the best. Like I think, yeah. I thought he was gonna benefit from an NBA style game and these NBA style scrimmages. He benefited from, right? The spacing's better. The floor's wider because of the three point arc. Like, if. I, he could surprise me. It won't be next year. It won't be in two years. But in three, four years, he can be an NBA player. Like I, I think that um, Matt Reisner on staff, he hit the nail right on the head. Montrezl Harrell, Montrez Harrell, is like the type of trajectory he would have to have to be an NBA player. It's not going to be easy. Who's but the guy on the? Is it the guy in the Jazz or the Nuggets? The really short center. Oh, for I can't think of his name. No. I can't think of his name. He's been in the league for like two decades. Yeah, who cares? I don't know who you're talking about. Right I'll look now. it up. I'll look it up. But he's Continue. got a chance. And How many players get invited to the combine, do you know? Paul Millsap. Six. Oh. Paul he's Millsap six, had some really, really good seasons, though. I'd be, s- I'd be surprised if, if he had a season a like Paul Millsap. A second-round draft pick out of Louisiana Tech. Forty seventh overall, six foot eight, two fifty. That's about what Cook is, right? That's yeah. That that's interesting, Max. I don't think he's gonna be a Millsap, but is his athleticism though? It sounded like that really shined. Which it's like, man, why did Iowa post him so much? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what Fran told him to do. Yeah, probably. No, uh, how many players in total are invited? Just six were invited from that camp, right? But I think I'm it like... was ten, but I think it was sixty total to the okay. combine. Yeah. Okay, and there's sixty draft spots. Okay. Yeah. Easy peasy. Um, I don't. I mean, the NBA draft lottery was tonight. I the Bulls lost, so I. Won. Oh my God! It was <laughs> awful. Um. <laughs> the Bulls were going to mess it up anyway. They were going to get the number one overall pick and then take like. So is it New Orleans? No offense to Tyler Cook, but Tyler Cook. <laughs> John Morant. I would haven't have actually been super upset by John Morant, but yeah, I would have. The Bulls suck. Fuck them. Anyways. Um, <laughs> that's talking NBA. Spring football is kind of just winding down. Um, it's over, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's long over. Last week last Friday, Thursday, Friday's last practice, I think. Um, 
nothing has really changed since Harrison and I went over last time, really. Right? I don't know, man. I haven't even. I, I don't have internet up here. They don't have internet in Minnesota. It sounds like Tyler Linderbaum is for sure going to be in the center. That's about the only development that I uh, scoured this morning. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Harrison had a take. I didn't. This is. I'm dropping this on him. He thinks that um, Chauncey Goldston can be better than Anthony Nelson. Yeah. So I I know That's, this yeah. is a hot take, but. When, when I watched Chauncey Golston last year, I just thought that he seemed to do, like, all of the little things well. And I, I'm watching it from, you know, just my fan perspective. But, like, I, I just feel like he was always in the right spot. And he wasn't necessarily getting the sacks because he was, you know, alongside Epinesa the whole time. Like, why, why would he need to rush the passer? Just don't let contain break his way. And I think it's different versus kind of the first team, right, where it was Anthony Nelson as the stronger pass rusher on the left side and Hesse on the right side doing more of the contained things. But I felt like Golston was just really good at all the little things despite, you know, not being super heralded. Uh, and he's not going to accumulate the sacks that Anthony Nelson did, but I would... He seems like the type of guy that we could end the season and he has like 14 or 15 tackles for loss just because he's always in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Well, I hope that happens, but I, I was a huge Anthony Nelson guy. Um, I think he'll end yeah, up well. being a pretty good defensive end in the NFL, and I really, really wish. Yeah, I mean, I know Noah Fan Hawkinson probably would have had a great larger impact if they would have returned, but I think just personally, I would have rather have it if I could have any of the four guys declared early come back. I don't know, maybe not Anthony Nelson just because of my depth of the position, but I think um, he was really good and he'll be good. And I think Chauncey Golston's really good too, but that's just one hell of a take, and I can't agree with it right now at this time. Hey, for... that's fine. And I said it's probably more on me than it is on Nelson. I said like, but I, I just I don't know. I, I like Nelson, or I like Golston. I like Nelson too. Harrison but I just is have a soft spot for Golston. Harrison is low key the king of like outlandish takes. I but, mean, it's not, I don't think it's that outlandish. No, it's but outlandish. Just, <laughs> but like, it's just like, yeah, that's why it's low key because you think you hear it and you're like, yeah, maybe, but it's still kind of like one of those things that like nobody else, but but <laughs> I ever like think it. Yeah. I have those moments. Like, every other yeah. hour. I mean, what are you going to do? It's uh, tough out here when your wife is just playing video games all day. <laughs> Mine's sitting behind me studying for boards. Oh, uh, look Ooh. at that. Ooh, now awesome. she's... I've, caught, I've gotten her attention. And I Nothing, I'm just talking about you. The most single person on this podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, is there anything else we want to talk about? Did you guys watch The Bachelor, Game of Thrones? Uh, uh, I'm on season three of Game of Thrones. I haven't watched it since I moved to Minnesota because they don't have cable or internet up here. I mean, do you want to talk Game of Thrones, Ben? I'm happy to. Oh, please don't. don't do it. I'm gonna close the screen out and then oh, you yeah, guys can. Oh yeah, because you actually have it. <laughs> I get Max is the one person who I don't. I mean, I don't know how you want to do this. I'm happy. We no, can't I'm... because I can't. I can't like get up and like leave. Because then I have to come back and hit stop recording. I like the last episode. 
I heard a lot of people didn't. A lot of people. I liked didn't. it too. It was. Funny. I uh, have muted about fifty-two words on Twitter. <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> wow, I have never. Dude, like you're on season three too. That's months. Yeah. Well, I watched three seasons in like two weeks. I guess. But Sounds about right. Move. Um. I don't know. It's fine. It's pretty. I I don't know what to expect in the, in the finale. I guess. Is that next week? I can't, can't really postulate on it either because uh, we have a Luddite on here. Is the finale next week? Yeah. It is Maxwell. I'll catch up by then. Are you guys not watching The Bachelor this season? <laughs> uh, not, I don't have cable, so I don't get to watch it live. <laughs> is it which means I probably won't watch, watch it? it. No, I didn't. Uh, we are going through a moratorium of new shows until uh, Game of Thrones is over. Literally, we aren't wa- watching a new show. Plus, we are not totally sold on Hannah B as a bachelorette. Uh, yeah, I, I don't heard, know, man. I heard, maybe you heard this too, that there's a there's a guy who said he's got a girlfriend on the show. Respect. Shoot your I shot. Mean, isn't that dumb? Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's the first show you guys are going to watch <laughs> when Game of Thrones is over? I don't know. Probably... Bachelorette, as sad as that is. Uh, I want to start Barry, though. Barry is incredible. I love Barry. I'm rewatching Scrubs. Um, Scrubs is great. Barry's better. New. Uh, 25-minute episodes, you can just crush them down. I was going to suggest, have you seen Killing Eve? That was also I haven't heard sneaky of it. on the list for us Killing to Eve is the best show on TV right now, and it's not. Is it, like, actually on TV, or is it on Netflix or it's Hulu? On AM- it's Season 1's on Hulu, but it's on AMC. Oh, then it's gotta be good. AMC only puts out good shit. Right? The be- uh, best show on, second best show on TV is Better Call Saul, on, and in my opinion. So I could. AMC I, has we, a belt. I started watching that. I just couldn't quite get into it. Oh, it's good. It. It's better I than Breaking Bad, according to some. I don't I know about that, but. I think it's better than Breaking Bad, but I wouldn't appreciate it as much if it wasn't for Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah. That's a good I take. Th- it's pretty. It, Better Call Saul is pretty great. Vince um, Gilligan's kind of a god. Yeah, I'd, whatever he touches, he's going to turn to gold. I'm excited to see what he does next. Um, that's What's talking TV. <laughs> I think that's all I've got. There's another one we were thinking about. Oh, I keep wanting to try and watch Deadwood, but she's like, oh, the graphics Deadwood's... are too bad. It's like, oh my gosh. It's good. She plays I mean, good video games, so. Yeah, Deadwood's Deadwood's really good. I like it. I'm excited for the the movie. Yeah, she's like, we can just watch the movie and understand everything. I'm like, oh. uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> that, that might not be wrong. Uh, yeah, I really don't know what to expect. I never, I'm going to have to, I, I mean, I, I watched Deadwood like six years ago. I don't really remember what happens. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well. I think that's it. That's all I got. now forever hold your peace. Um, if anybody has any good suggestions for me for where to eat in Minneapolis and or St. Paul and or the surrounding area, please tweet it at me at Gospel of My If only your co-host was a Minneapolis native. Well, you've given me suggestions. I just haven't gotten around to those ones yet, but I want more. And he wants you to tweet them. Gospel of Max. That's not going to happen. I'm not. Yeah. I don't think you and I have ever tweeted at each other. (laughs) Probably not. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Welcome. Cool. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.